What is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? It's your boy Shweezy back at it again with another hot, hot, hot podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for checking out the show right now in these uh, troubling times. Uh, we call it the coronavirus, COVID-19, Kung Flu, as I've been told by some people that we should start be using. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. If you'd like, please subscribe to the show. Uh, it really means a lot and definitely the best way to get new content and for wait for these new episodes of the Shwedcast to get to you. Get them wherever. Uh, we're currently working on getting the show to video, which is a process all on its own and can be rather difficult as for what I have learned. So uh, thank you for tuning in and I hope to get you the hottest podcast uh, I could ever do. Today on the show, I got my boy, uh, spiritual mentor, the Rob Bell to my Pete Holmes, Josh Casey. Like I said, Josh is my spiritual mentor, which really says a lot about me and him. But uh, I'm happy to have him on the show. He's coming to talk about his uh, new podcast, Drunk Church History, uh, which they have a bunch of episodes out already, and you should go check it out if you're anywhere interested in history or church or drinking in general. They actually tell a lot more funny stories in the episodes along with that, and uh, I absolutely dig the show. I even helped them. I think I helped them get on the ground up. I think I helped Josh with some audio stuff, which is weird. I found a folder in my hard drive. I'm like, wait, did I already help you with something? But uh, yeah, we're here. But Josh is here. We also talk a little bit about coronavirus. We record the episode around March 3rd, so we haven't necessarily gotten uh, as extreme as we have been as we are right now in April, but yeah, so just keep that in mind because uh, I'm probably saying some things I shouldn't say, and I'm probably a little dumb too. That's pretty much just common fact that I'm an idiot. So, you know, don't get your news from an idiot like me. And uh, listen to the CDC. I hope everyone's staying safe and uh, keeping themselves entertained. I've been watching a lot of trash TV, TLC. I started watching Ancient Aliens, which is really funny. Um, especially, you know, growing up religious, uh, hearing all these ideas that like angels are actually just aliens. And, it, you know, it's a mistranslation of Messenger. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, TLC, started watching... Uh, 90 Day Fiance, because I got hooked on Big Ed, and I'm like, I'm in for the ride now. So, Big Ed, you have my heart, and I love you. So, um, let's get to the sponsors of today's episode of the Schwegcast. But before I get into the sponsors, I do want to talk about my new EP, King, out now on multiple online retailers, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, everywhere you get your music. It is on there, and uh, it's four songs because I am the four-play king, so four plays on that EP if you get that. And I couldn't have released that EP digitally without our sponsor of today's episode, DistroKid. Now, um, for those of you who don't know who DistroKid is, and as long as you're in your quarantine, you probably have a lot of time on your hands to actually um, make some music if you are into, into music. Uh, DistroKid gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. This is great for artists who want to write original music and also if you want to upload a cover as well. They'll even get you the license you need to get that cover out there without the hassle. Uh, I use DistroKid for my music. I used it to release King out to the world, and they've just changed the game for indie music and getting your music out there. I remember days when uh, you had to pay, like, $20 just to get one song uploaded. With DistroKid, uh, you just pay your one-time yearly fee, and you can upload as much as you want. And especially with the cover license, too, uh, on third track on the EP, If You Don't, Don't, that was written by Jimmy Eat World, and 
DistroKid got that license for me so I could release that my own version of that uh, because it meant so much to me as a song listening to it and getting it out there makes it so much better but DistroKid is great I highly suggest it if anyone asks me even if they weren't sponsoring the show I would suggest DistroKid and guess what if you want to release some music you can get 7% off your first year by using the link in the description distrokid.com slash vip slash sweatcast and get your music out there start making music start writing music stop with that whole release thing getting in your way in regards to releasing music and this episode also is sponsored by honey uh honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode honey searches the entire internet for promo codes coupon codes free shipping and anything else that'll save you money when buying things online it is 100 percent free and at no point will you have to pay for it with microtransactions i've used honey uh hundreds of times i've saved hundreds of dollars using it buying pants buying pizza uh now in a sense i'm trying to work out buying you know you know things related to working out now and trying to be healthy now i've lost a lot of weight and so in all of that it's it's great i use honey you can support this show for free and you get to save money in the process so it's definitely a double win in regards to that for everyone here at the shredcast and especially i use this product all the time and so go check it out links in the description of this episode use that when signing up uh for honey and add that on to your browser and start saving money today so let's get on to the episode of the Schweikast. and as my boy garth would say if this is truly a conversation then i say let the conversation begin So, Josh, we are here. Uh, it's been a while. How many? It's been like over a year since you've last been on the show, right? It it is, yeah. And I mean, you popped your swag cherry. I did. And um, well, technically, we we popped my swag cherry around my my kitchen table, which just sounds nice and dirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, where we need a where's the better place to pop your swag cherry? Um. I feel like in public where there's witnesses, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably yeah, the, that's probably my favorite. Um, I mean, we want to get to a heavy topic. Let's just get right to it. Uh, did you know there was a tornado in Nashville? I did. I uh, I heard about that. I know, dude. Um, you said that you slept through it like a true Kansan. I know. Well, the one of the big things is when I woke up. So I woke up and I got multiple texts from friends and family. They're just like, are you all right? Are you all right? Are you okay? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. What's going on? <laughs> and then I like, <laughs> then I like looked at my phone and I'm like, oh, you missed like the Amber alert about like a tornado. <laughs> I just slipped straight <laughs> through it. And then I'm like, okay. And you're from Oklahoma. I'm from Kansas. So, yep. uh, Basically, yeah, my, my father-in-law climb, climbs up on the roof to uh, watch tornadoes come into, or like watch the the storm fronts come in for tornado warnings. So with us, it's kind of like, oh, you hear a tornado. I'm like, oh, there's going to be a tornado. I'm like, all right, let's get to the basement. Let's or like, let's go outside uh-huh. and see if we can see it. You know, it's like 
it's hard to process it. And then later on in the day, I'm like just looking at all the the damage that happened. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, geez, it's like, it was like a few miles. Like if it went slightly south, it could have got me. And I would have just slept and died. Yeah. You sent me that map, man. That's crazy. I sent a map. I want to post it online, but I don't want people to know where I live. Like the one person who (laughs) sent me a Chris Gaines CD. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Did I tell you, did I tell you that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you told me that. <laughs> someone sent me a Chris Gaines I mean, CD in the mail. You know, they uh, they they care about you. you. Have a devoted fan base. I know. I, I remember I was not supposed to talk about it just because someone has. I could have a stalker, but then again, I don't care. Yeah, you know, they only live once. May as well die by a stalker mm-hmm. as anything else. Yeah, the worst thing about this whole tornado tragedy is actually not the damage or anything at all. It's that Donald Trump's coming to town. <laughs> God, I don't want to. I don't want him near me. I don't like being. He's gonna eat up all the good barbecue. There, there is none of that. Yeah, that's true. I actually want to know because. Um, so you remember? I think you remember telling me like you wanted to go to a cigar lounge when you were in Nashville. Um, no, I was talking about a steak place because Michaela and I had talked about when we come into town for our our little trip this summer, our weekend trip. We were going to try to get some. Cause we, we, we kept saying that when we finally sold our house that we've had in that we like had from the first time we lived in Indiana. So we had this house for like seven years. And when we finally sold it, we were going to go celebrate with like a super fancy steak restaurant. And, um, and there's a really nice one in Indy, but we're like, Hey, we're going on a trip. We should do it then. But then you said not to waste my money. Yeah. Well for like a steakhouse, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm not, you kind of know the type of human being I am. I'm not the kind of guy who goes to like fancy restaurants. Mm, I'm, yes, I'm a simple man. Um, I would say like because Nashville, it's not really famous for steak. I would say go to like get some hot chicken or yeah. Um, there's some good Mexican places here. Surprisingly, I think that's the underrated. But <laughs> I'm just like I, I guess I don't know. No one ever tells me it's like you got to have a steak here. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and that would not even be something that would be on my radar as far as like a nice place. Um, if it were for my, my friend Kellen, who, uh, loves going to St. Elmo's, which is also featured in an episode of Parks and Rec. So it's like a really famous steakhouse in downtown Indy. Yeah. That's definitely where Um, you need to go. Um, but no, forever ago, you told me, uh, I was like, you texted me like a link to a cigar lounge and, that you wanted to go to. I'm like, Oh, that's not too far from where I get my haircut at me and Thomas <laughs> Rhett. Cause we get our haircut at the same place. Um, and that was the area that got like impacted the most five points. Oh no. Really? East Nashville. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's still there. Oh geez. <laughs> so we might Man. not be able to do that. I, uh, so I went to school in Joplin, Missouri, and, um, there was a huge tornado that came through there, um, in 2010. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because I graduated in 2009, um, and I think the following, like, the following summer, spring, is whenever this, like, F5 came through and just carved a huge path. I mean, I, I went back and visited, and it was like a, it looked like a war zone. Um, I mean, trees were just, like, completely stripped bare and uprooted. I read a story about it um, in the Kansas City Star about how um, it actually, like, picked up the hospital and, like, shifted the whole thing clockwise. Um, Jeez. And they said it was like a zombie movie with people like kind of stumbling into the hospital with like, you know, metal signs stuck through their bodies that were like picked up by the wind. And, um, and then, uh, talking, you thinking about that, um, cigar place. So my favorite, my favorite 
pizza place slash they had like they had one of those beer lists of like uh, over a hundred beers kind of before it was cool to do that um that place was completely destroyed and it was like that was the place where i had my first beer i worked there for a short time in college and they had amazing pizza and they're just gone nothing there anymore it's very sad yeah it's easy like i think i saw one place i think do you know who olin rogers is Nope, can't say. Anyways, he's a YouTube comedian, and I guess he's doing an actual stand up now. But, anyways, he opened up like it's a place called the Soda Parlor, and Mm -hmm. it's just, I think they had just like craft sodas or whatever stuff (laughs) I can't, stuff I can't drink on my diet. And, um, yeah, he's just basically posted on Instagram or something like that. He's like, yeah, the whole place is, uh, condemned. Like, so, like a lot of, so, and that's like near where everything was. So, I'm not sure what's going to go on there. Like, People lost jobs, and I don't even know. Yeah, I, can, man. I don't know where me and Thomas Rhett might be able to get a haircut. Because, <laughs> like I said, we got our haircut at the same place. <laughs> well, you just got to hit him up, find out where he's where his number two spot was, and then meet him there. I think. I think my favorite part of it is when I like saw him, and I thought he looked familiar. I took. I kind of took a subtle picture of him, sent to some friends, and I'm just like, um, and everyone's like, You're, "Are you going to talk to him?" Like. No, because I'm not going to get in myself like cornered against a wall or I'm like, yeah, I don't listen to your music. I don't know like a single song you've ever <laughs> performed. I just know what you look like because there's like three billboards in town with your yeah. face on it. <laughs> You're part of the country music establishment. We know who you are. Do you, oh, does Indy, so Bloomington and or uh, Indianapolis, do they have Spotify billboards everywhere? No, we don't actually. That makes sense that Nashville would, though. Yeah, I was wondering, is that a Nashville thing, or is, like, everyone doing that? No, we have um, we have Portillo's Billboards, which is, like, a, a like hot beef sandwich place oh, yeah, from Chicago. Oh, yeah, that's, like, a very Chicago. You get those in Indiana? Yeah, because they've, they've started, like, expanding here, and it's really sad that I went on this diet because I've been wanting to try their... Uh, they have a chocolate cake shake where, like, they put a piece of chocolate cake oh, into God. the shake. So one of these days, I'm going to have to just, like, starve myself for three days and then only eat that. Oh, man, dude. Like, diets. See, I'm on keto. So now that I'm, like, my body's adapted to it, I have no real problem. Like, I don't really crave carbs. Like, I don't crave just, like, straight bread anymore. There's, like, a little bit I do. It's, like, the things that, like, they have carbs in it that's, like, associated with, like, pizza. Like, it's not all Mm -hmm. carbohydrates and sugar. Yeah. But it's part of it. And like, that's what you miss. French fries. Like, I don't miss, like I figured out like a burger bun, uh, recipe. So that mm-hmm. really kind of gets me by, uh, it's not that it's not hard. It's like egg, almond flour and baking soda. Yeah. If you want how, to try, how much weight have you lost since you started? Uh, 20 pounds. Uh, right, right now, uh, I'm a little stagnant and I'm not sure if it's my body is adjusting to lose more. Uh, I'm not in ketosis anymore or yeah. I'm building too much muscle, but something's going on, but I'm still, I'm still way ahead of, uh, the Archungus over there, <laughs> man. That's uh that's awesome though. That's really cool. That's uh yeah, I know, I know things like that, like a uh, keto or whatnot. They, um, you get a lot of kind of like early gains or, or losses, however you look at that. Mm-hmm. And then like, then like your body kind of catches up, figures out what's going on. And then you can, then you can do something a little more manageable over time. Yeah. Um, my general plan after me and Mike are done with our little bet, uh, is to, I'm generally going to stick with this six days a week. 
Yeah. Um, because I'm like, at this point, it's kind of like I can, I've done it now for almost a month and a half. I can, mm-hmm. I can continue to do this and just, and I don't need to eat like, you know, stuff that makes me fat every single day. Um, you know, you're not obviously not supposed to even do that more, yeah. more of just like, you know, you have six days a week and then on the weekends I get like a pizza or something like that. That seems like a, that seems like a reasonable way to do that. I think that, you know, not going crazy. Cause like that, and that's the thing. That's why I, I had never actually, I've never done a diet before I started doing uh weight watchers with my wife and a bunch of my friends. <laughs> we all kind of decided like most of, most of us drive a lot for our work and we were all like, well, we sit around like fat asses all day and all of our pants are tight. So we're gonna, we're gonna do this now. Um, but like I'd literally never done a single diet before. The only the only thing I'd ever done was just try to run. And I've recognized as I've gotten older that number one, I don't wanna I don't wanna have to run five days a week. And um also like it just doesn't quite shed the pounds like it used to, particularly because I probably I drink a little more beer than I used to and I run a little less. So I uh I tried this and that's it's um it's been good. And I think it's a little more manageable because it's, Mm -hmm. it's more about just for me, it's been more about portion control and like choosing when to snack and stuff like that. Still getting to eat stuff that I actually like, Mm -hmm. just not as much of it. Yeah. But I like, I do think, I really do think there is something in like carbs that we're eating too much or like intaking too much just from like the Zach's now that I'm like kind of almost completely off carbs like you know some things just naturally have a little bit in it as long as it's under like 50 grams i'm okay yeah uh, but i really do think there's something in carbs like we're overdoing it I'm not saying like completely cut it out but overdoing it in most meals mm-hmm. and stuff like that like it has to there has to be something with that but i'm no nutritionist <laughs> so well you know like um historically like anthropologically the the um the kind of like rise of modern humans has a lot with especially with like our um our our forming culture and society has a lot to do with grain that was probably one of the first things that was that was really cultivated and domesticated um and for a long time it was thought well like what they were doing with that was they were making bread and like that would be they would they would harvest the grain they would find a place to keep it so that's why people settled into like one place instead of being nomads um but um, there's a, there's a, th- a theory, a, re- a relatively well attested theory out there now that it actually wasn't bread, but it was beer. Um, and just kind of like fermented drinks in general that you would find like the, it was easier to do that than it was to like create an oven and put all this stuff together and mill it. Whereas with beer, especially like that kind of early stuff, it was just natural yeast and you would like that was in the air and you would just put this stuff in a bucket of water basically and, and wait for it to, to ferment. Um, and that like, so beer, beer and other grain based things, like, so those carbs, um, really were needed and were what kind of enabled humans to start forming cultures and societies in a lot of ways. What if, so, like, what if, uh, society, we have, we have beer to thank for society is what I'm trying to say. What if it wasn't until like we invented like beer and carbs or whatever, that's like when like society took a downturn and like evil <laughs> inhabited the earth. What if, uh, if, if we believe in a literal translation of, uh, Adam and Eve, it's just like, it wasn't <laughs> like fruit. It was actually just like a loaf of bread. And then like, yeah. cause it was just, they were just all, they're just all fats and protein until, uh, one day they ate the loaf of bread and then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I'm naked. 
and then they're, they yeah, realize exactly. they're fat. They only they only realize they're naked because they just got fat. Yeah, they all of a sudden Adam has a beer gut and he's like, "Oh shit, I um I got to cover this up. I'm not looking looking as good as I used to." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then Eve or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'm not. I'm not touching that one. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not gonna touch the uh, the woman starting to lose her shape. That's. Uh, I thought. I thought we were gonna try to get you a Me Too story here. <laughs> I know. I can tell. I can. I can see what you're trying to do. <laughs> just. We're just like. Yeah. Oh. So. Um. I learned how to the preventative way to not get coronavirus is to just yeah. not consent to getting coronavirus. It can't legally. Uh, you That's can't true. legally get coronavirus if you say no. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it has to, it, it just knows that it's going to get run through the ringer and it's going to get hashtag me too and everything, and it doesn't want to have to deal with that. And so, yeah, I think that I think that's probably a wise thing to do is just not consent. And did you see? I can't believe they found Harvey Weinstein guilty. I'm just, I know, I was blown shocked. away, man. We I really all... thought the whole like Walker thing that he was carrying around was going to get him like a sympathy, you know, a sympathy it's vote like, with the jury, but it didn't work. I'm, I have a Walker. There's no way I could. Uh... Right, like sexually harass women. <laughs> uh, anytime you watch an older movie now, and like it says, you know, Weinstein Company or something that comes up, you're just like, oh, I feel a little gross about watching this movie. Like, I know, I know. The funny thing is, we all knew that was happening in Hollywood. I yeah. love people who are just acting like it. Like, I just can't believe it's happened. I just, mm-hmm. I'm like, you knew it was happening. It's like, oh yeah. Well, there were like, there were jokes about it, like jokes in movies and shows and jokes like, um, you know, even, I think even at like awards shows and stuff with Weinstein, they would joke about it. You're just like, God. That is, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. They just brought it up and yeah, I guess it was weird that just all of a sudden everyone's like, all right, let's, let's do it. So, so basically what are we doing and talking about now that is going to be looked at just with complete disbelief in 10 years? Ah, man, there's a, that's pretty much the whole show. Probably, probably everything. But then it's then again, I think the big thing is you know, uh, people are like, I feel like if I you know I posted a status in middle school or high school or something like that, and someone's like, uh, can you believe you posted that in high school? I'm like, what do you, what were you thinking? I'm like, I don't know, I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yes, I can definitely believe I posted that in high school. Do you know some of those stupid shit I did then? Yeah, I know it's. I love, yeah, I love, like, you know, James Gunn, like, he made uh-huh. stupid tweets, and it was like, that was, like, 10 years ago, though. It's like, yep. you either have to believe, like, he's clearly proven, like, he's a better person now, so. Yeah. It, it just has to be, like, uh, can you prove you're a better person now? Because, you know, actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. So, you're like, yeah, I used to think dumb back then, but, you know. And, like, Eddie Murphy, he's like, looks back at his old stand-up, and he's just like, yeah, um, I kind of cringe at some of the, like, homophobia that was in that mm-hmm. so i mean it's like people change and yeah. good look people change but good looks are forever indeed that's why i'm gonna be okay i know so i actually have a good question for you um so i'm starting to try to grow facial hair i've never yes. actually just like sat and uh just let it grow you know for like <laughs> a month or whatever besides the mustache yeah, yeah, I, I remember the mustache. So I'm just like letting it grow. The mustache. The and so try and biotin and then uh, derma roller on the beard for the, like the patchy areas. Uh, did you 
you had an wait, awkward wait, stage. What is I'm this? A, what oh, is do you know this? what a derma roller is? I do not know. So a lot of times people use it on their face. What happens? It's like a little circular thing, and it roll. Uh-huh. You roll it on your face. It has a bunch of l- tiny little needles on it. So the idea is you roll it on your face. It's going to poke a million little holes in it. Doesn't hurt. It sounds painful. Does not hurt. Yeah. That's... It may feel like you okay. have a sunburn for a minute, but doesn't hurt anyways. The idea is it pokes little holes in your skin. And then what happens is your body naturally goes like, oh, I need to repair this. And so your kind of blood rushes to it and it tries to repair. A lot of people use it on like facial scars if you had really bad acne and there's like a yeah. scar there or like stretch marks from either being fat or pregnant. Yeah. So the idea is rolling it on your face idea is that you're – blood is going to now start rushing and try to repair that. It's going to start stimulating all the hair follicles that are just kind of laying dormant in your face. Interesting. So I got a couple little patchy spots. I should try that. Yeah, I think I have bought one. Uh, just buy the derma roller. There's some kits. Um, a lot of it's just like it has just like biotin and other oils and stuff like that. Uh, mm. So don't use, I'm not really using that. I'm taking biotin as like a pill. So that way, because it helps your hair grow and nails and stuff like that. So that way, when the blood does go to it, those vitamins go towards my face as well. So you're basically taking prenatals, but for dudes. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm doing everything except like whatever uh, transgender men do to grow facial hair. (laughs) Which I, you know, I don't don't care if you're trans or not, but I kind of feel... The facial hair part kind of just annoys me when some guys don't grow up very well. <laughs> like, you, gotta, you have to do better, man. I know. So, it's like, but they taste like, they take testosterone and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, you know the weird thing. So, uh, going from female to male, uh, when you take testosterone, uh, you know, supplements, uh, your mm-hmm. voice actually drops. While men... Uh, men to female, your voice doesn't drop when you take hormones. So really, it's easier to be to go from female to male than male to female. Interesting. Plus, you know, if you want to go full throttle, uh, you got to snip it off or whatever they do. I don't. I'm probably not a doctor. <laughs> Speaking of problematic things, I was talking about that uh, with some, some, for some reason that scene in uh, the first Ace Ventura movie. Um, did you ever see the first one? Oh yeah, I, I have it on VHS. Came out forever. Okay. Oh well, of course you do. Um, and uh, there's like a super like if you think about it now, cringy moment at the end where the like the villain um, you find out is like the former kicker who like has gone through the former kicker for the Dolphins <laughs> who's like gone through a sex change. Mm-hmm. But it's like what they did was they just like took his dick and like pulled it up under him, and then you see like poking through the back. You just like oh man, it's. <laughs> Like, and it's a big whole joke, and he's like making fun of himself. Like, dude, that w- that movie would never get made now. Yeah, probably no, for you, a lot of reasons. But think of, you think about like all the movies that would just never get made today. Uh, Tropic Thunder, for one. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Just Robert Downey Jr. in g- general. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just, he was. He was definitely. He was. Uh, he was using up all of his goodwill from the first Iron Man stuff. I know because he did that Iron Man straight to Tropic Thunder. <laughs> He did. And he's just like, yeah, you know, at first I was kind of a little hesitant about it. And then, you know, it was, it was all came across as funny. So I just did it. God, that's Tropic Thunder. Is that the one with, uh, is Tom Cruise in that one? Right. 
Is that the one where he's a fat guy that dances, or is that am I thinking of a different movie? He he's like a that's been so long exact like a movie exec or something. Look at Tropic I feel Thundercast. Like, I think it's the same one. You see him like as a balding fat guy. Oh yeah, he is. He is in that. Is that I thought that was that one. Let me take a look at it on my Tropic Thunder Tom Cruise. Mm. Oh yeah. This is, this is good it's radio. Just like fat suit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think he's like even shown up and done that part for other stuff now since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. That movie you need to think about the cast in that movie too. Yeah, that was a big that was a big thing. Oh, it came out a day before my birthday. Well, this is this is riveting radio, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, this is good <laughs> stuff right here. Um, let me think of other. So, oh yeah, first uh, case of coronavirus is in Nashville, and Uh-oh. guess who brought it it's in? It's coming for you. Two boomers. Nice. So, they were probably on a cruise because. Yep, it was a cruise only, too. Yes, those are the only people who want to be on cruises anymore. Do, yeah, does cruise a cruise does not sound appealing to me. Yeah. It's yeah. being stuck on a boat with a bunch of people, and a lot of them are kind of trashy too. Like every time I hear people talk about going on cruises, it's like you're kind of a trash human being. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like I think for a while there, a lot of people thought that doing cruises was like a cool thing to do, and now it's just kind of like for a ton of reasons. Like they're just nobody wants to do them anymore, and then you've got people like you know. Uh, Hassan Minaj coming out and, and like doing an entire episode on how shitty they are for every everything and everyone and then you've got the coronavirus it's like uh, we might be seeing the end of the cruise era I mean I'm kind of looking forward to some cheap flights but uh, I could do an airplane you know yeah I guess I'm like I don't my immune system now that I don't drink every day um, is actually a lot better and it's kind of like the idea of wash my hands after I go to the bathroom. I never like, Oh, I need to sanitize now. I'm like, it's just, I might have piss or poop on my hands. I need to wash them. (laughs) I tell you what I have. I have been a little more fastidious than normal with the, with the (laughs) hand washing, which I, you know, I probably should be always that way, but it's like, Oh man, you know, I really, really gotta, gotta put an effort here. Not just kind of pretend (laughs) to wash my hands. Um, yeah. Do you, so here's the thing. I, cause I live alone. A weird thing is to me is like, how often should I wash my hands when I'm home alone? Yeah. And you think like, well, any germs are my germs. I mean, besides like cooking food, you know? Yeah. So like, I mean, I wash my hands like after I poop and pee, you know, just cause you know, yeah. I, don't want, I just don't want that on my, I really don't like poop on my hands. I know most people probably are the same way. I, I really don't. So there's a couple techniques, you know, when you wipe your butt with or ass. This is a adult show. Um, yes, apparently with toilet paper. Um, some people like fold it neatly, and some people just roll into a ball. Uh huh. Are you a are you a? Because I don't I don't care either way. Are you a folder or are you a baller? You know, I'm kind of a switch hitter on that. It kind of depends. If I if I pull it off right, I'll uh, like if I pull it off the roll right, I'll probably fold it. Um, but if I, if I don't, then I'll just kind of wad it up. I'm, it's kind of whichever's more convenient at the moment. I think I'm more of a, I'm more of a baller because yeah. I really don't like getting shit on my hands. Um, yeah. and so 
I feel like you can use less toilet paper with more space between your hand and your uh, yeah, asshole. It's true. You gotta 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 keep the distance there. Mm-hmm. But you know the thing is, is like when you talk about germs and stuff, it's like we we can't completely get rid of it anyway because like every every single thing you do, I mean, you could uh, you you could wash your hands super well. And then somehow, like if you're in a public bathroom, you know, you could dry them off with an air dryer so that you're not getting really any germs there. But the moment you touch anything else, you've immediately got a bunch of more germs Mm -hmm. on you. So it's like you just got to do your best. I think it's kind of the idea of helping your body like build up an immunity to Mm -hmm. millions of germs. And then that way, that way, when you touch, eat a raw chicken, like your body knows how to fight it. Yep. When you need eat that. Three-day-old rotisserie chicken from Kroger. You gotta yeah, exactly gotta. when you want to show your family you care, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Or if yeah, you're we, just, uh, or if you're just single. That's yeah, a great or way. if you're just single, it's a great way to spend yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Eating a rotisserie chicken at home. Yeah, just That's the way to buy be. Yourself. I don't, I don't actually ever buy rotisserie chickens because I guess I, have to, I haven't researched the the calories and everything in that. Yeah. Right now. I bet, I mean, it probably falls under my diet, but, <laughs> but anyways, do you, do you wipe your ass standing up or sitting down? Let's get into sitting it. Sitting down. I didn't even know people did the whole standing up thing in, until recently. I used to do it standing up. And then I wondered, like, kind of feel like, then I kind of realized to myself, I feel like, cause you got the, you got the brown mm-hmm. kind of just smeared everywhere just from the release. Standing yep. up, your ass cheeks clap together, and it's just making things yep. more dirty. Yep, I feel like so. It's then not I realize a, sitting down. I feel like I feel like either way, it this is a uh, it's a difficult proposition, you know, to be civilized. Mm-hmm. It, brown stuff, yeah. It's and you're you're a flushable wipes guy, right? Indeed, although we found out we haven't been able to lately because we found out that our uh, but this is this is by the way anyone who is listening to this and is still listening to this I applaud you for your um, <laughs> your endurance um, but yeah uh, we found out that like the the piping and plumbing and stuff in our our apartment complex is too old and it can't really handle those mm-hmm. so we can't use them anymore. <laughs> I mean, mine probably is too, but I like to show dominance. Well, yeah, but. Again, you are one person in your apartment doing that instead of like five in this family plus anyone else. True. And we know your middle so, child probably drops loads bigger oh, than dude, himself. Dude, Leland's Leland is something else, man. He's Toad from Mario. <laughs> he is. I just love last time I called him, I was just started calling him Beans. And because yeah, he reminded me of like, Beans, because he, he, he reminded me of uh, Beans from Even Stevens. Who is yeah, just a like, godsend? I, and then he's like, yeah. "Don't call me a beans." I was like, "No, I'm, you don't get to you don't get to decide your own narrative, kid." Well, um, so you know, I've got that little that little stinger um, of him saying, "Are you ready to get fucked up on our uh, that we use in our podcast?" Oh yeah, and um, he, I guess today I got a call from Michaela and saying Michaela saying that he he uh, actually yelled. Just dropped an F-bomb <laughs> on his friends today in the neighborhood. And he was like, and then like he, you know, everyone basically came and tattled about it to like Man, all the kids came and tattled about it. He does not so have then, ride or die friends. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I mean, I think he said it to them. So I think that that was kind of the thing. Oh, okay. so, so anyway, we were like, 
I was like, dude, I'm not mad. I'm not disappointed. Nothing. But like, we got to talk about when you can use stuff like, like this. My cousin was telling me her, I guess now three-year-old, like he was using, I guess he's like playing with toys and like something didn't go together, doesn't go together right. And then he'll just like uh, talk to himself. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Just, (laughs) Just, just like, it's funny using it in the right context. Oh yeah. You know, a child using swearing in the right context, greatest, oh, greatest it's, thing it's, ever. It's the greatest thing ever. And, um, I mean, you know, we've, it's funny. Uh, so Samantha B, I, 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 we read this somewhere of her where like she has a thing, um, where if her kids do chores, then they like one of the things they can earn is the ability to like use swear words at home. They just have to use them in the correct context. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's, you know, letting your children earn the, the right to use words like that. I was like, I could, I could get behind that. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. Oh, can you tell everyone the story of your daughter at your company Christmas party? Oh, shit. What happened with that? Um, well, was it her or was it Leland? You told me, you told me Ellie. What did she do? Uh, dropped an F-bomb at an inappropriate time. Oh, no. Okay. So I think she repeated it because I think she said, or no, 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 you're right. So she said it for some reason. Like she just started saying the word. I remember now she just started saying, she just started saying fuck. And then, um, I think Michaela was sitting next to her and was like, shh, what, what did you say? And then Leland like loudly during the middle of the was like, she said, fuck mom. <laughs> Like, and no, you're they were praying, right? Yeah, there, it was during that, it was during a prayer because I guess that's what we do. Um, god, it was ridiculous. It was just <laughs> like she, she said, fuck mom. Yeah, did you not hear it, her the first time? I want to make sure that you know what's going on here, mom. Oh man, thank, thank god for Leland, oh, dude. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> he God. is um he is something else. Yeah, last time I saw him, he wasn't he wasn't as goofy as he usually is. But uh yeah. and I was like, come on, Leland, uh, act out or something like that. And yeah, yeah, he uh acted he, normal. He's, it was funny though, we, we went down to the we went down to the farmhouse again a couple weeks later and he and Hazel I think were uh were trying to fight out, you know, who is uh, who is the alpha. Um they both, they got into a couple scrapes during, like, we were only there for a few hours, and they got into a couple scrapes. I feel uh, like Hazel, Hazel could keep up. I think so. You know, yeah, me and Brad are texting too. now. Yeah, I know. Brad told me, he's like, why did you give Sam my number? Because now I get these stupid messages, or these stupid uh, <laughs> memes from him every day. <laughs> And then he's like, he's the worst. And then he's like, well, you know, I guess I have known people who are worse. So, <laughs> well, I, I do. I don't like do it. A lot. Actually, like do you like one a day with him. Send me. Yeah, yeah, you get you get you get a you get the most. Uh, I get it. Micah gets a lot. Um, oh, I feel so. I, t- I feel so blessed. You get a lot. Uh, I have a couple group chats. I'm in. Uh, Foreman gets a lot. See, I think it's funny that um, every morning I can, I, when I wake up, I can basically anticipate having one to two texts from you that you sent 
like late in the evening after I went to bed and then one or two texts from, from my buddy Kellen who wakes up, you know, at like five, I usually wake up at like five thirty. So it's like, I've already got one or two from him and one or two for you. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess this is the normal, normal way my days start out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Cause I stay up super late, too late most of the time. And oh yeah. I mean, this you, is, it's you 945 go to bed early. here. You do unassisted sleeps, which yeah. I like. Um, which apparently, I don't know if you, when we were at the farmhouse, I don't know if you were there in that conversation. I just brought up, um, yeah, what I call unassisted sleeps. And everyone's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's when you, uh, fall asleep without the use of drugs or alcohol. And they're like, <laughs> and like, I, they look like I was crazy. I was like, oh, I forgot. Not everyone thinks this way. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's, um, nope. I understand that. That's, you know, it's funny though. I feel like anytime I've like anytime I've used alcohol attempting to fall asleep, it almost never works. Like, so, so even usually I could count on like wine more than anything else to make me sleepy. Cause like whiskey doesn't, doesn't consistently do it. Beer doesn't consistently do it. But the last time I, like my family was out of town, um, and I wasn't with them cause of work. Uh, I, that night I like ate an entire frozen pizza and drank pretty much, I think an entire bottle of wine on my own. And I was like, Oh man, this is going to be great. I'm going to like watch the office until I just fall asleep because of the wine. I stayed up till like 3 a.m. and I was just so pissed because then I woke up the next morning tired and hungover and it was just, God, it was like, I, I can't even count on like consistently for alcohol to make me sleepy anymore. Oh yeah. Did you, did you drink the whole bottle? Yeah. I drank a whole bottle of wine, man. That's usually like, like you get like a $3 bottle at Trader Joe's. Yep. Drink the whole thing. I'm out. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Usually it does that for me. And for some reason it didn't that time. I was very disappointed because I was hoping that would just, you know, send me off nice and nice and easy. You're not, you're not used to the unassisted sleep. You're good at, I call it Mormons. I guess, and it, the worst part is I call people who can fall asleep without the use of drugs or alcohol, Mormons. <laughs> like your wife. Well, see, I'm, I'm thinking. Just, yeah, I just call your wife a Mormon now, I think. That's fair. Good old batterina. Yeah. Well, see, I, I think that I must have some sort of like, I mean, I, I don't want to diagnose myself or anything, but I feel like I have some sort of light level of narcolepsy or something because I like, I mean, and I'm sure depression plays into that too, but it's like, I have no problem falling asleep at almost any time. And I drive a lot for my job. And so like at least, at least one to two times a week, I have to stop and just like pull into a rest stop or a gas station and sleep for 15 minutes before I can keep going down the road. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and like right now, so I had a, I had a, a big mug of, of like really good coffee, like hour, hour and a half ago. I kind of, I drank that expecting that I was going to like stay up for quite a while and I'm already kind of feeling tired. You know, it's like almost 10 o'clock and I'm like, all right, well, I could probably go to sleep now. I just can't count on anything to keep me awake or apparently go to sleep. Maybe you're just Mormon. Maybe I'm just Mormon. Maybe maybe I need to get away from coffee and alcohol together. Just no more caffeine or alcohol. Yeah, just and wear white button-up shirts. Yeah, just hate your life. Yeah, it's just seems, stop seems having fun. Yeah, I, that's you know. Honestly, that's the real trick fun. to weight loss. Just stop having fun. Stop having fun. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Like I limit myself to drinking once a week, but it still has to be following the lines of being keto. And I still have to stay under my calorie counts unless I'm doing like a cheat day. <laughs> a keep, 
this is a cheat day where I don't have to, I'm not counting my calories, but I'm still eating keto. Yeah. Uh, then I'll like, you know, have a, have some drinks and that's, uh, a schweezy mule, which is my own sugar-free ginger syrup, um, club soda, make sure it's zero calorie club soda and, mm-hmm. um, Smirnoff vodka. Very nice. And you only do have you to keep count- your, uh, do you keep your vodka in the freezer? No, I, you're told. I thought you're not supposed to, right? I don't think you're supposed to. We always have like we have our good Cardinal Spirits vodka that we mm. keep in the shelf, like with all of our other good good liquor. But then we also almost always have you know a a ten dollar bottle of vodka that we keep in the freezer. So like, if we just want to, you know, if we're just wanting to spike whatever we're drinking, or if we have a, we have a friend that comes over and she'll, she'll like she'll drink us out of house and home, or she used to. So we would get the cheap vodka, and it was like all right, because she literally didn't care if we I could just pour vodka into a cup and add a little bit of juice and she'd be fine. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, you don't care, so I'm going to get the cheaper stuff so you yeah. don't use my good shit. I guess, yeah, I guess if it's cheaper, it tastes better cold. Yeah. I was, I was, I just heard something like spirits you're not supposed to keep in the freezer. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, I think my mom always kept the vodka in the freezer, so that's kind of why I did it. I'm sure that it's kind of like, but it's like people who keep coffee in the fridge. It's like that doesn't, that's actually not good for coffee, so I'm sure it's probably the same. Yeah, you're not supposed to keep, you're supposed to be keeping in like a dark, like neutral temperature or something like that. Yep. So that's how I live. Uh, what was I going to say? But yeah, no freezer. Uh, but yeah, with my drink, my uh, signature drink now. Yeah. Uh, you only have to count the calories for the vodka. Oh, that's good. So. Yeah, that helps like every- a lot. Oh, yeah, and yours lime juice, too. Don't forget. And vodka's, like, the clear the clear liquors aren't too bad. It's for very, rich women on diets. I know, exactly. Yep, yeah, it's, uh, it's you know, thinking about, like, on the, the Weight Watchers side. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends were like, yeah, I've been drinking a lot more whiskey because it's less points i'm like well it's only less points because you're drinking less of it it's technically like Mm -hmm. more points per you know per ounce yeah you know because like i can i can have a guinness for five five points or i can have a you know two ounces of of bourbon for for four points and it's like that's not you know it's it's less but i'm also only getting two ounces i mean you're supposed to drink it slower but still it's like you know does does the weight watchers like do your macros like with your uh fat uh protein and uh carbs so it's a it's they do but it's like it's a completely different system um and i don't go to any of the meetings or anything like i just do just like basically pay for the privilege of counting everything on my phone (laughs) um but uh but yeah like it's and they have different plans so like the plan that michaela and i are on for instance um you get more points in a day but almost everything counts as something um, so like, you know, really lean chicken might still be three or four points, you know, for a couple ounces. There's other plans where like that same chicken would be zero points, but you may only get a few points that entire day anyway. So like there's a lot, so it's like basically, and, and that those points are, so they, they change based upon your personal plan that you're doing, kind of like what your goals are and, and that kind of stuff. And then like, um, yeah, and then like they, uh, the, those those points are are based off of all the, all of the nutritional information, and then your own you know goals and and kind of like your like you're talking about the the macros of your um 
like your your sodium intake, your fat intake, your carb intake, um, all that kind of stuff. Not bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, helps, you know, it probably helps you keep track of it better. Yeah, it does. And I mean, I would like to think when I get done, like after I've done this for a few months, I might have like enough of a kind of 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 momentum where I, I don't have to to do it anymore, and I can just kind of I have a better idea of how to to eat healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm I'm sure that if I get off of it, I'll immediately start like gaining weight again, and I'll just have to mm-hmm. you know once a year get on for three months to lose some weight or something. One of the greatest meals, uh, at least for me, that's keto, just chicken wing, air fryer chicken wings. So anyways, like you buy a pack of Purdue uh, chicken wingettes and Mm -hmm. it just has all the, uh, you know, all the hormones or whatever in it. And then you can sometimes buy them for like $4 um, and then, you know, throw them all in there, you know, season or whatever. And then. The trick is, so you don't get sick of it on the diet, is to change, like, kind of what sauce you're using um, or yep. how you're doing it. So I've done it a couple ways. So there's the traditional Frank's Red uh, uh-huh. wing sauce, um, which is, you know, it's mild. Uh, you, do it, you do it right. It's, like, spicy, good spicy, but not, like, yeah. too spicy where it's just, like, this is unenjoyable. Yeah, this is unpleasant. <clears throat> then there's one I've done. Uh, you buy, like, ranch powdered seasoning. And then you, uh, you know, season it with that. Uh, it's it's amazing. That sounds good. Oh, salt and pepper. Um, there's also uh, garlic parmesan. That still counts. That one actually adds calories to it. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, where like Frank's and uh, the ranch one doesn't. So yeah. you got to be yeah, a little careful are... with that one. It has like a little bit of carbs in it, but I mean, the amount you're using is not going to affect yeah. anything you're doing. So. Dude, but, uh, you, next time you come to Bloomington, we need to go to Buffalo Louis. <clears throat> it's a uh, like I mean, it's just wings, but it's like it is the bar none, the best wings I've ever had. I'll go. I'll do uh, that because yeah, no way I don't have to worry about like oh, am I gonna do a cheat meal? Right, <laughs> no, um, that's so good. I do want to go. I think Bloomington is Mother Bears. Yeah, Mother Bears pizza is I've so heard good. Really good thing they do a th- weird thing with the crust. Um, so it's kind of Detroit style, but it's not super thick like it. Yeah. It's like a right amount of thick. Yeah. They, they have a couple different styles. They do when I like, so my favorite kind of pizza is, um, is New York style. And so like, this is obviously not that. And I, I love like, you know, the fancy Chicago, like deep dish, like Giordano's and stuff. But, um, you know, so this is, this is kind of, yeah, like you're saying, it's more of a Detroit, more of that kind of style. And it's all right. Um, it's not my favorite style, but like they just make it really, really good. And it's, it's just one of the, I mean, I would probably eat, I'll eat the shit out of any pizza basically, but it's really good. Oh yeah. Um, cause it's somewhat Detroit style. Do not sleep on Detroit style pizza. I've been telling it's everyone stuff, this. Man. It is, um, I like, I mean, New York best pizza yep. hands down, but Detroit solid second. So when people talk shit about Detroit, I'm just like, they got a really good, they got a really good style pizza. M&M and pizza. Yeah, M&M and pizza. You know me and M&M were born in the same city? No, I did not know that. Because it's, I mean, it's not that interesting. <laughs> I think you I think you like your, your dad more than he does, though. You're like, oh, yeah, I probably, I'm, you, yeah. I still know my I dad, so. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. so what was it? Do I have any good stories about my dad? 
No, not recently. He ghosts me a lot, but that's kind of a... Yeah, I know. You said ever since you started uh, asking him for health advice, he doesn't talk to you anymore. He teaches a nutrition class out of college, so... Yes, I'm gonna I'm like I'm gonna ask him exactly, like, just quest- and then I'm like working on doing cardio. So um, if I get into a fight, I can get my ass whooped longer. Yeah, um, and so I'll ask him like you know like I'm working on like a training plan, like jog at a decent speed for two minutes, and then you know just walk and try to catch your breath. Like, uh-huh. You know, do that over and over again, like how you start. I'm like, yep. is this a good speed? Is this good speed? You know, I, I've been getting more text back from, but I think he just doesn't like texting. So I want to say he's ghosting me, but really he's just not, doesn't like texting. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. So, but uh, I have That's to, funny. I, have to, I need to update. Oh yeah. I got a VPN um, account because many reasons, but uh, I need to get them on it so they don't get their like money hacked or whatever. Yeah. Just like that safety. Cause my dad travels a lot. So like I need to get him off like when he's on public Wi-Fi or whatever, he can just. Oh Yeah. So he's not. Yeah, you don't want to do any any important stuff when you're on public Wi-Fi for sure. I do. I do love uh, like VPNs. Like, oh, keep the government from watching you. And then I'm like, well, the government probably doesn't really care what you're doing. You know, like, yeah. Oh, you watched like three seasons of The Office today. Good for you. I don't think anyone's mm-hmm. like cares. Um, yep. It's more or less for the best reason for it is for hackers and like people trying to get your financial information. Yep. I think I got my card from, like, I think it was Domino's website they hacked it from. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, I got, I didn't, they got, like, 20 bucks, and then my bank reimbursed me, so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, banks are, banks are pretty good about kind of alleviating some of the stress of that. Um, my, I know my sister, or my, my, my wife's sister has, like, she's, she's had, identity theft issues like or like credit card stolen issues like several times and it's just like how how do how can one person have this happen to them all the time and it's not like she's doing anything stupid so i don't know maybe she uh maybe all of her passwords are password maybe she has a good maybe she has a good life and people want it yeah exactly that's why i try to live a horrible life and you know if someone tries to steal my identity congratulations you're now depressed <laughs> cadence the other day he uh he grabbed my we were michaela and i were sitting on uh sitting on our bed and cadence walks in grabs my glasses off the uh, nightstand and he puts them on and goes look i'm daddy i have a depressed life i was like "Ooh, <laughs> man cadence cadence with the fatality i'm really bad like if someone insults me but it's actually pretty good and funny like i'll just oh, yeah, laugh no, and it's like yeah i'll just let it get by i'm like that's a good joke. <laughs> yep. Not bad, kid. I was kid. like, yes, you know, we can... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Not bad, kid. <laughs> I think... Um, uh. Oh, I have to tell this story. So uh, we were at the farmhouse, which is like this little retreat center in nowhere, Indiana. And yep. Josh had all of, like, three kids right now? you have more now, or what's... As far as I know, I only have three. Um I mean, I need to need to check with all my mistresses across the mm-hmm. country. But anyways, so I'm- we're sitting at. They have like a nice dinner table. We're all just sitting there talking. Josh is there. Brad Pickens is there, and then Caden's uh, is there. Josh's oldest, almost ten year old. He's not. He, nine, yeah, he's almost, almost 10. ten. Anyway, so I just had like my phone. It was open, and I just had. Hold on. Can you still hear me? Uh, you're kind of cutting in and out. 
Can you hear Hello? me now? There we go. Yeah, I can hear you this now. This cable's bad. Um, anyways, so we're sitting at the dinner table. Caden, I had my phone open and just like, you know, unlocked but open. It was just sitting in my hand. And then Cadence goes, ooh, TikTok. I like that. And so he clicks on my TikTok app. <laughs> First video that comes up, I might be able to rip the audio. He's like, you see me smiling? You see me smiling? Yeah, that's because I just fucked a dude. Swag. <laughs> and then I just lose my mind. God. <laughs> because yep, that's think, uh... the video that opens. And then brad's always like what's wrong with you which is like every other thing he says to me um yeah well you and know then you ju- you're just shaking your head but you're kind of think it's funny oh it's it's hilarious and at the same time completely terrible and i haven't had to have a conversation about it yet i mean we've kind of already had that the, those kind of discussions anyway so it's I not like to do <laughs> but uh but yeah not exactly in that context <laughs> yeah i don't know if he got it but uh he, he was laughing along so uh jeez. That's what I couldn't I that I just lost. I just fucked a dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the first video that comes up. <laughs> Click on the app and then it's just I just fucked a dude. Swag. Yeah. If, if nothing else, you are uh helping my children, you know, become more worldly, worldwise. It's like I feel like you, you've tried to like raise your children in a world where it's like, you know, same sex couples exist. It's normal. Um, yep. You can be into it if you want to, and if you're not, it's okay. Uh, we're not that progressive where you have to be gay or a different yeah. gender. Uh, it's fine. And then I think I just like completely erased all that with yeah, that one for, video. You know, so I just got the rid dude. of all my hard work. <laughs> I just think, oh, gay people are just weird and brag about fucking other dudes okay <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why i know i'm not ready to be a parent um i have no problem like you know obviously he's like yeah sometimes guys love guys and girls love girls it's cool uh only problem is only women should be allowed to do uh display it in public i feel like that's a <laughs> that's actually I, I do believe that it's like because i think gay people or lesbians are like you know we can't just like hold hands in public and kiss in public it's considered weird and wrong i'm like you know what let's fix that so straight people can't do it either only same-sex lesbian couples only people <laughs> that's, that's the only, only people the only people only people who are allowed pda are lesbians so one one side thinks it's progressive the other side thinks it's pretty cool <laughs> Uh, you know, I, th- I think you could probably run on that platform. You, you would lose, but you could run on it. No, I think people, I, I agree with, I think I stand by that. Like, okay, <laughs> straight people. I've always thought of like kissing as a sexual thing, you know? Yeah. I've never thought of it as more of a like friendship thing. It's always been like a sexual thing in my mind. Like I don't even let my parents kiss me. Like even when I was a kid, I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> That's so funny. So, so did you like, did you grow up with your parents, like, you know, a lot of PDA in your family or no. not so much? No. No, we, we, yeah, hug we sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up like my family's a very hugging family, you know, and I, I mean, my parents, you know, would kiss in front of us all the time. So like, that's just kind of, and Michaela's parents would kiss a lot. Like her, her family didn't like hug all, as much as mine did. But, like, her parents would kiss in front of them all the time. So, like, that's kind of a normalized thing in both of our families. Yeah. I mean, you just can't do go full sloppy Joe and just kiss your granddaughter on the mouth. 
yeah, no, that's that's probably not what you want to do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just like if I have a child, I'm not gonna be kissing him. It's gonna. I'm like, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. Uh, I'm gonna make sure that your therapist talks to you about other things that are ruined in your life. Exactly. Yeah. No. It's a, I tell the kids that regularly. I'm like, look, guys, we're making this up as we go. You're gonna have plenty of things you have to tell your therapist about us. Hopefully, it's just like less than you know, we had to do about our parents. That's just like, I've never had to walk into my parents because they locked the door because they wanted me to talk about other things with my therapist. Right, exactly, yeah. You know, you just got to find the good things for them to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Throw some Vaseline on the doorknob. Yeah. (laughs) Are we slipping and sliding? Oh, have you used the bat ears yet? Yes, yes. The, uh, I mean, I mean, we haven't used them in a, in any sort of intimate experience yet, but um, I'm sure that day is coming. I'll get us a black light, and you know, we'll get the bat ears on, and we'll play music just just for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Josh has silent sex. Yes, neither of us speak. No one makes any noise. That is straight up marriage with kids sex, right there. Right, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we don't even have a uh, we don't even have an echo in our our room anymore, um, as in like as in like the Amazon Alexa echo. Not just um, trying to say that without my <laughs> the Amazon the, the without without the one that's sitting next to me here turning on. Um, yeah, we we don't have that one in our room anymore because Caden stole it and now he has it. So the you mean Ayeshka? Yes, Ayeshka, as Leland would say. Why yeah. is it not listening to me? <laughs> it's funny. He's kind of given up trying to say it now. He does sometimes, but now he'll just walk up to it and push the button that turns on the mic. Just that's that's a good defeat, you know. It is. He's like, you know what? I I, I know my limits. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> Press the button. Play Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for for them, they're, uh, let's see, what are they into right now? Aside from, like, Perry Grip, so, like, you know, the kind of weird kid songs, they also are really liking um, uh, Circles. Is that the... Oh, by Post Malone? Right? Yeah. Oh, the I dude, love that song. The dude that looks, the dude that looks like he's going to give me tetanus just by looking at him. <laughs> um, yeah. And let's see here. That's a good song, uh, though. Was it Dance Monkey? Is that what it's called? Yes, I've never actually like you listen. Never actually listened to that song. Jeez, man, I yeah, it's it's something else. No, Circles is a good song. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not. I don't listen to very much pop music anyway. So like, you know, my exposure to Post Malone is like Circles and the song that's on uh, the Spider Man soundtrack. So, oh, the I haven't. I don't listen to that one much either. Sunflower is that what it is mm-hmm, with Sway Lee? Yeah. Yeah, he's not bad. He's like one of those weird. He like falls in the category of like the SoundCloud rappers, but yeah. even though he's not really doing rap anymore, but like everyone's like, no, he's he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he was in Nashville yeah, yesterday, was... literally yesterday. Really? Mm-hmm. So I didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it was no. a Bridgestone. I didn't, I don't want to go to that. Yeah, is Bridge? Is that where? Uh, is that where the Predator Predators play? Yep. Thought so. That's where I saw Mumford and Sons. Oh yeah, that was a good show because like they instead of doing it like one side like a stage, they played like in a circle, and so oh, they okay. did it in the center of the arena. So like every seat yeah. was decent. Yeah. Did it spin at all? Like so that everyone no. saw them? No. Uh, they moved around a lot though. Yeah. Different positions. Besides the drummer, that was always those were all in the same spot. 
do they uh so for their live stuff do they do a good job of balancing like all their different because they've they've kind of have like two or three styles that they've worked through now yeah they um because the show feels pretty coherent yeah it works pretty well um you know you don't see it yeah it's not too weird from how i remember the show um i mean i like all their stuff so yeah i think some of the recordings and like the performances and the old like recordings aren't very good um that's more of like a production and uh music style nitpick but like live like they've gotten a lot better live and so like their playing is just works you know they i think they do try they did try to like go in the habit of a couple of acoustic songs in a row then some of the electric songs then the mix you know from the delta so yeah it was a it was a really good show that's cool i don't like going to big arenas for shows but that one was a good one yeah, they're one of those bands that I, I would really like to see live, but they're also one of those bands that you know if you're buying a ticket for them that you're, you know, you're you're not spending less than like 80 bucks on a ticket for them, so. Hey, I don't think, I can't Do remember. Guys, My does, friend bought the ticket Nashville? and I bought a ton of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does uh does Nashville, do you guys have like a big amphitheater that people come to? Or do yeah. you forget, do this? So... Because I guess every everyone who plays in indie goes to this big amphitheater um, north of town. That's like that's where everyone plays if there's a big concert. We have so, so Bridgestone's the hockey arena, so that's pretty big. Uh-huh. Uh, Ascend Amphitheater is pretty big, um, but I don't think it's as big as Bridgestone. Yeah, seat wise, uh, my friend TJ and he knows like every venue's like cap size and. Um, but if it's like Taylor Swift, Kenny Chesney, uh, my man Garth, uh, it's usually at, uh, uh, not Bridgestone, Nissan Stadium. That's the football field. Oh yeah. Where the Titans play. So yeah, there's, those are like the huge, those are very rarely huge shows. Yeah. Well, cause you've got like a lot of those kind of outdoor bands that just, that come through during the summer, you know, where that they yeah. prefer to play at the amphitheaters where all the lawn seats are, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of the old school touring guys, um, like Dave, like Dave Matthews and, um, or sorry, Dave, real fans yeah, call him Dave. Real fans call him Dave. Yeah. You know, like, but you know, so I, cause we have like, I mean, there, Indy, Indy has a, a, um, you know, an NBA team that it's like it's got a nice indoor stadium but the con there's not as many concerts there as you would think and lucas and lucas oil stadium it's you know those indoor ones they're not quite as conducive to to a concert like if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a concert at a football stadium you probably don't want it at an indoor football stadium yeah but. yeah that makes sense and uh i just you know i don't really like going to those the big ones just like i don't like going to concerts and gyms yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's it's a little too close to uh, to high school. Yeah, I guess trauma <laughs> from there. Um, and it's really funny you see like these huge artist writers, and they're like, "We need couch cur- curtains," and like, "Why the fuck do you need that stuff?" It's because yeah. they're in a locker room. <laughs> That's why they need some of that. Hey. Yep. No, that makes sense. Like, I uh, <laughs> I always love yeah getting to see like different artist writers. It's it's pretty funny. But uh, I'm yeah. Most of the time, it's like I, I see that. I mean, if they're, you're you're not going to sit on like the locker room bench, <laughs> yeah. Like we're not. You're not going to treat an artist like that. Yep. And a lot yeah, of times, um, it's weird uh, when it's like was... I need white curtains, a white couch, a red table, 
that's when it's like weird. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need all these very specific, which, you know, I guess if you're really like, if you are huge, um, like game changing artist, like you probably, the only way that you keep your sanity is to like have some, some normal, like some things that you can just count on. It's going to always be like this. Mm -hmm. Um, now you do need one specific, very specific thing, just random, just very random because that's how, you know, the, they read the writer yeah. and not for like the glamorous things, more or less for your technical specs, because it, so I think, uh, ZZ top or Van Halen, one of the two, they requested a bowl of green M and M's. Yeah. And so they walked into their, uh, green room and if they didn't see that bowl of M and M's, like that's just green or whatever color, uh, they mm-hmm. wouldn't play. So they had to wait because that's a sign that they didn't read any of the technical specs Right. In the writer, because it's not just fun things. It's like, here's how the stage is set up. Um, wiring, um, I stand here, the other person stands here. Yep. Uh, we need this kind of output, like electricity-wise, all that kind of stuff. So it's just a good sign to know, hey, they read the writer, so um, our amps aren't going to explode in the middle of the show. Yeah, exactly. I remember uh, back when I was still listening to Christian music, uh, seeing the David Crowder writer. And uh, first off, they they did the whole thing like they they um, they drew stick figures of everyone um, to like show where everyone stood on the stage, mm-hmm. um, which you know was just hilarious because like you know Crowder had this like monster hairdo going on it's like you could tell who everyone was from these stick figures and then um they wrote like no lasagna multiple times on the rider um because they because like you know you can imagine especially if you're in the christian scene you're probably around a lot of church folks who are you know lasagna is like the thing to make so they're like you can feed us whatever you want just no lasagna and they would just they said that like three or four times kind of in the middle of sentences and everything is pretty pretty great yeah that could have been there might have been their uh well, I guess that's a little not as specific, though, because you're like, yeah, we can make anything we want. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, although you think about the guys who, like, want the green M&Ms, to do that, that most like, unless you're, like, getting it from one of those, you know, big M&M, M&M stores, somebody had to separate those. So you know somebody's hands have been specifically on every M&M you touch. Yeah, true. There's no way they uh, there's no way they opened the bag and dumped them in there. So you're like, oh man, every single one of these was touched by someone. Yeah, I mean, it was more or less just to prove no, that they I, read I, the writer. But eh, yeah, I don't know if they ate it or not. I'd probably yeah. still eat it. Oh yeah, I'd still eat it. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe yeah, spray some Lysol M&Ms on don't get for... germs. Yeah, M and M's seem like one of those that don't really keep a lot of germs. Yeah, they melt in your mouth, so you know. Richard. Not not in your. Not in your uh, immune system. Yeah, dude, M and M's are good. I like M and M's. I know. I I went to a. I like grabbed. We have a little bowl in here with with peanut peanut M and M's sitting out, and I like I would I grabbed one right after we started Weight Watchers, and I ate it. And I went, I wonder how many that is. And I looked it up, and I it was like you know however many points for a fourth a cup. So like I measured out a fourth a cup, and then I like divided it and get and it's like shit, man. I get like. 30 points a day and one of these little bastards is one point it's like one m&m is a point it's like god god damn yeah i was like that's that's harsh so how many calories does that allow you so yeah and so like it's um they also like they have like 
flex points and stuff. So like, for instance, with my particular plan, I get like 30 points a day of food. Um, and then for the whole week I get like 40 some odd flex points, um, which, you know, like they don't roll over week to week, but they roll over day to day. And so like, you know, in the end I have 30 times seven plus 40 or whatever. So, um, it's like, that's what I have points wise throughout the week. But like this week, for instance, I went out to, uh, to Upland Brewing on Sunday for a, uh, like a trivia night. And I had like three beers and some fries and stuff. So I basically blew, blew through all of my points for the day plus most of my flex points. So this whole week I've been like eating very, very sparsely. Cause I just, I don't have anything else to lose. I have to stick exactly to what I had. So like if you're, if you're more careful than me and you don't blow everything on one day, you know, you can kind of space it out and you, you never like, you're not starving all the time or anything. Yeah. I just do, I've been doing intermittent fasting too, because I, I realize cause I think I try to stay 13 to 1500 calories a day. Sometimes I hit 1600, but, uh, generally I realized I'd rather eat one big meal than three smaller meals. And then, uh, fasted cardio. I do that. Then, but yeah, so right now, since I worked out today and like destroyed my legs with, uh, squats, dude, I did, I did, I did a uh, dumbbell squats. So I did, you know, my 10 and then I like, you know, did my rest and went down for again. And it wasn't like I went down and I didn't tear anything, but it was like that feeling <laughs> that you tore something, uh-huh. uh, you're just like, uh, I'm done. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then you spend the next like three or four days just, you know, your groin and your quads and your hammies and your butt, like everything hurts. <laughs> it's, I, ugh, that was bad. It was, it was just, I pull, I, I think I just pulled something. Yeah. So let's see. And, you know, right now I'm sitting down and I, I can walk a little bit. I think I've, I've stretched it a little bit. I just know in the morning it's going to just hurt like hell. Yep. So um, I got to be more careful on how I do squats. Um, so what was I thinking about? I was thinking about like things I wanted to tell you, but uh, oh, we need to go back into that beard conversation. So um, did you have a weird, awkward period when you grew yours out? Because I feel like our hair types are probably more similar. Yeah, definitely. Um, I... Uh like it took a it took several years honestly for it to come in even close to thick and it's really only been in the last few that it actually where i feel like it really looks like a beard and not just like scruff mhm um but even so i have to keep it trimmed pretty close because if i start trying to let it grow out it just kind of like gets bushy it doesn't actually it doesn't look like a nice beard like yeah, i yeah not like mica or yeah, like I and I mean I don't know, maybe if I let it grow for a long time, but I think that like just the the color of cuz like my beard is is more blonde in some places. Like I think if I tried to let it grow out, it just wouldn't look right. It would it probably would honestly look a little Amish almost, so it's like eh, I'll just I'll keep it close and call it good. Yeah, I've well, big bushy beards are kind of just on their way out. Yeah. You know, it's a new decade, so new. So like so I'm like looking at Micah for instance, he's keeping it pretty short now, which mm-hmm. I think it looks really good for him right now. 
Um, there, I saw like this old picture of him because you know I run a meme page kind of for him. Yes. And it's like there's this is one picture like his beard is just as longest I've ever seen it, and it was just like not well groomed and out of control. And yeah, obviously he's trimmed it since then, but like he, it looks good now. And he's now far he, enough into it, so he can he can be pissed when he listens to it. This episode. Oh yeah, of course. Hi, Micah. Hi, Micah. How many weight? How many pounds have you lost? Do you think More you're gonna th- gonna catch up? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not thinking he cares too much about that at this point. Yeah, at this point, I should have wagered so much more for him. Last time we did a weigh in, I'm gonna show up. I was down twenty, and so right now I'm pretty stagnant. I'm trying to get back. He lost three point seven, so yeah. could catch up. Yeah, gotta gotta do whatever you can. I am not looking forward to. Ha- I'm gonna have to buy new clothes if I keep trying to stay in shape. Yeah, it's kind of a fun. It's a fun thing though that like first time when you've really made some good weight loss, mm-hmm. um, and you get to start buying new clothes. And you're like, I can actually fit into this now, and I'm gonna look better like this now. It's, it's a I, confidence boost. Well, the real problem with it, I didn't think. I didn't. I thought I was the kind of fat where it's like, oh, once I lose the weight. Like, I'm still going to be able to fit into all my clothes, but turns out I was more overweight than I thought. Cause yeah. I think, well, the big realization is when I went to like a public place where I had like a mirror, you know, like a mirror wall, whatever. And I'm like, who's that fat guy? And I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> no, the actual, one of the big things that clicked in my head, I'm like, I need to lose some weight. Uh, that Napoleon, the sad Napoleon Dynamite photo. Oh yeah. Like that. I just look so fucking fat in that photo. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a funny photo. Don't get me wrong. And like anyone can send it or pose. I don't give, I don't really care, but I'm like, that's like a, yeah, I need to <laughs> lose some weight. <laughs> it looks so bad. It was I like, still it, like, it was a bad angle too. I still like the, uh, I like the, the um, picture that I have of you walking into a room holding a roll in each, like <laughs> in each like hand, rolls. And, like, <laughs> and it just says keto motivation. Yeah, I posted that on my Instagram, I think. Um, it's because I'm just great. like, well, weight loss contest starts today, so here's a photo. <laughs> you gotta, gotta, you gotta own it, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm down 20 pounds, so I mean, I, I can, yeah, kind of say anything I want at this point. But it's like 20 pounds down is good, but it's not where I want to be. So I still like look at me. I'm like, look how fat I am. (laughs) Well, you know, as long as you're starting to feel, feel good in your own, feel good in your own skin. That's like the, the main point of it. True. But I don't know. When, when will I ever start to feel good? Probably never. So you just got to decide to, right? Supposedly that's what they tell me. One thing you think about, ask anyone like, any person like we all really don't like our bodies we have something about it we don't like yep like you go to like those buff dudes who just like look perfect they're like yeah i don't know i you know i ate some bread yesterday and i'm feeling really bloated so i'm gonna go really hard at the gym it's like what (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you're perfect like so (laughs) that's one thing you got to realize too yeah yeah it's uh every everyone's gonna find something wrong especially because we see ourselves the most and you know, I wonder, I do wonder sometimes if like, 
you know, at, at what point do people start looking at themselves in the mirror most like do, do, you know, cause I'm sure some people notice themselves in the mirror more often than, than others do. But like, you know, my kids don't care, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, at what point do you, do you really, does that really start to sink in where it's like, Oh no, I, I know like that I look a certain way and I know what I like about that look and what I don't like. And I want to change pieces of it and, Mm-hmm. You know, you, you become conscious of your, of your own, like the space that your body's taken up and yeah. I'm most worried cause I have just so much fucking neck fat <laughs> and I'm like, will this go away? Cause I've heard some people like lose weight, but like the neck fat doesn't go away. And I've heard people like get liposuction on their, like, yeah. their, their chins or whatever. But like mine's gone down a little bit, but it's still there. I can't like. I don't like looking down. Like when you open up your phone and you're looking down, and it's just Job of the Hut looking back at you. Ah. <laughs> oh man, that uh, yeah, yeah. That you'll start to notice. Like, um, I think especially as you as you continue to work out, you'll start to notice like your body kind of uh, tightening up in certain areas, and that'll help a lot. Like that'll help kind of like take the the weight that you've lost and actually like do something with with like what was left behind yeah there's a lot of there's a lot to go into this yeah but uh anyways maybe i'll die maybe maybe we'll die corona i've I've been told that none of us gets out of here alive so we'll uh i'll assume that you're gonna die god i I just i still mad about donald trump coming to nashville he's probably just gonna walk (laughs) around it and be like this place is a dump i'm like yeah the tornado just went through dumbass right if only, oh man, yeah, no, that's, uh, so, so are you, uh, are you going to be a, a Bernie bro? Oh yeah, I'm definitely, definitely for Bernie. Uh, cause now as we're recording this, it's Bernie and Joe Biden. And I really, yep. I really think I'm really hoping Bernie, you know, I don't know how many other States there are, but one thing I've just like really well, just 50 total. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> like we haven't, how many are left? Yeah. I know Delegates and everything like that. Uh, my big thing is Joe Biden seems to be winning all the states that when we go to the electoral college, he's not going to vote for him. Yeah. But Bernie, he's got Colorado, California. Um, I don't know if Washington hasn't done it yet, but you know, like, and then he won the first three. Oh, he's got Nevada. Uh, yeah. You know, good blue states. So, that's one thing it's like should bernie i mean i don't know nothing about politics but i think bernie i really think bernie if we're gonna beat trump or if like donald trump's gonna get taken out of office it's gonna have to be bernie i think now that elizabeth warren is out anyone who's voting for her is gonna vote for bernie because their policies were so similar yeah we'll see i don't know like that's kind of been a claim but then like at the same time it's bernie's bernie supporters are just so vocal um that it seems like there's 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 a lot of a uh, lot of contention there so far. We'll see. We'll I mean, we'll see how people feel when November comes around for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like if it's uh, Joe Biden, I mean, I'll vote for him if he's because I'm not. I'm just gonna vote blue no matter what, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Donald Trump probably gonna win again. Yep, me too. Unfortunately, so if I was gonna gamble on it, I'd put him down. But I feel like with Bernie, there's a good shot. Uh, we'll see. It's, uh, I mean, 
I think the thing is, is like we just people can't be certain about anything anymore when it comes to like who may or may not win. And I mean, God, when you think about like um, the the elect, I mean, the electoral college thing, like that that stuff, the stuff that happened in twenty sixteen hasn't changed. Like the, you know, Hillary Clinton won a, a monstrous amount of votes, and she, and she still lost because of the electoral college, and like that that system is still in place. So I just don't see anything changing that much. Yeah, that's the big problem. But I don't know. Guess we'll find out. That's why they actually, you know, mm-hmm. that's why you play the game. Mm-hmm. Well, we probably should talk about your new podcast. Yeah, uh, get into this instead of just talking about shitting and. Uh, Diets. Uh, so you're doing a new podcast based off an episode of my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said, yeah, well, go for it. Yeah, it's funny because like I tried, I tried the whole drunk church history thing with you first, um, and and it was good because it actually kind of showed me some like, okay, here's some things that if I was to, if I because I had thought about it for a long time and then like it was a quite a while, at least a year after doing that episode that I finally started this one, um, you know, where I was like trying to think, okay, how would I, how would I actually do this in such a way that it's enjoyable to listen to? Um, but I also had to do it in such a way that I wasn't going to, you know, cause there's like this balance in me that if, if I was doing a legit history podcast, like I, I would, I, it would have to be my job because I would want to research everything to the nth degree. I'd want to, to really, you know, do it right. Um, to be able to say like, well, I'm not a historian, but like the history you're getting is, is as good as you can get. Um, and I knew I wasn't going to, I just, I wasn't going to invest that much time in it. And so, you know, the drunk church, the drunk moniker, you know, kind of gives you a little bit of a free pass where people are like, all right, well, you know, obviously they're not taking themselves too seriously. So like, I'm going to try to tell good history and I'm going to try to tell a good story, but I'm also going to not like, I'm not going to die if I get a fact wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like some of the things I learned from doing it on, from doing that episode with you is like, okay, so I definitely have to have someone who, who can play off of, off of me as I'm telling the story. Um, you know, I need to, I need to, to get better at actually telling, telling the stories and telling them clearly knowing where I'm going to go so that whenever, whenever the time comes for the story to be told, it's, it's a clear thing. And, and even if I've had a couple drinks, I can still somewhat get it out in a reasonable amount of time. So like there's things like that, that I had to learn. And, and I think having it broken up with, with extra little things, like we do the, the shots and stuff like that now, which we don't even, they're not even really shots anymore because we both threw up after one particularly (laughs) shot filled episode. (laughs) Did I tell you about that? No, you haven't told me this story. Yeah, so the episode we did on Maximus, so the Maximus the Confessor was the first story. It was the one I did for you, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to actually kind of go back and do it and and do it for ours, but that episode, the the shot call was for, or the trigger for shots was anytime we talked about torture, and in that particular story, like several people get tortured. So, <laughs> so we were doing, we ended up, and, and we also drank a lot more beer that episode than we usually did. So we, we both had three beers and, you know, they were, 
they're reasonably high. I mean, probably seven, six, seven percent at least. Um, so we did, we did each had three beers and then we probably put down four to five shots of vodka a piece during that episode. And Whew. so I mean, we were just smashed and we got done and oh, man, probably 30 minutes after finishing 45 minutes after finishing, I just like threw up all over the place and then Lucas did too. And so, so we were like, all right, well, we've got to, we've got to adjust here. Cause this is, and plus by the end of that particular recording, it's so like the, the episode you can hear now for Maximus, the confessor is not the one we recorded then because it was just, it was pretty much unusable. Um, we were just insane by the end. So, so yeah, we've had to make some adjustments uh, to, to make it fun, but to kind of hold true to what we were trying to do to make it goofy and, and still have some history involved there. So yeah, but it's fun. Jeez. Those shot. Yeah. It kind of sounds like you just take a, take a drink. That may have been yeah. a better option for you guys. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what we do now is we just take another drink. I mean, we both still put down two to two to three beers per episode, but we're not adding in liquor on top of that. Yeah. The, the liquor is the, would be the key ingredient to, and I could have even told you that. Oh yeah, no, and and that's the thing is we knew better. I think we were <laughs> trying to see if we could do it, and it just yeah, it's that's not going to happen. It's got to experiment once, and yeah, and Lucas and we, gets a Uber Uber home. Exactly, yeah. Um, luckily, we both live here in town, so he's he's like a ten fifteen minute drive away. We tried doing it at his house first, and that was when the throwing up happened. And so it was like, all right, well, we're. Um, I feel really bad about throwing up in someone's house, so now we're gonna do it over at my house. <laughs> we're gonna throw up in my house because yeah. I have because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, basically. So anyway, we do it here now. But yeah, it's huh. been good. We're uh, we're a few episodes in. And, um, <coughs> you know, it was really important, really important for me that the stories we tell that they were, they were just interesting stories on their own. That even if you're not part of the, if you're not, not part of the church, if you're not a Christian, if you don't have a whole lot of interest in, in faith of any kind, that it could still be interesting just because they're stories about people doing crazy shit. Um, so that that was that was important. Another another huge thing was that we would try to have as as much as possible a balanced schedule between men and women stories about men and women. Mm-hmm. And so we the first episode is is a woman Saint Teresa of Avila. And so from there, so far we've been able just to alternate men and women every other t- every other episode. At some point, we'll have largely because of having guests and things like that on where they're going to be choosing the story that they're doing. There's a high likelihood that we'll have kind of back to back stories, but trying really hard to to have that balance because I think so often in in history podcasts or in history in general, so much of what is talked about is is just the important men that do stuff. Mm-hmm. But there are so many amazing women in the life of the church, and I think that focusing on on that can also give us insights into some. It's like what what the the you know, the, the non, non insane people were experiencing because, you know, the, the everyday folks are just as ignored in, in normal history retellings as, as women usually are. And so trying to have that focus of, of 
yeah, we're going to tell these stories, but there's other people involved. There's other, like, th- these things didn't happen in a vacuum. Uh, but, but again, doing all of that with trying to have fun with it and, and not take ourselves too seriously. So, yeah, it's, it's been a really cool experience, and um, I hope we get to just kind of keep churning them out. Yeah. Um, have you been, I was, I was thinking about your show the other day. Uh, have you thought about doing any more modern or like last 50, 60 years church history stories? Or are yes. you sticking old school? Yeah, we are. Uh, there's, there were several that I wanted to do right away. And, and my, my favorite period in the church in church history is, is, the what's known as the patristics period so those first few hundred years it's just really good stuff a lot of interesting things happening there as the you know as the roman empire is slowly becoming christian and how that impacts everything so so there's a lot of stories in there i wanted to tell first and then you know we've had one 20th century saint story so far that was on on bonnie atkins's episode and and so we'll have more of those and and i will eventually have there are several modern saints i'd like to talk about as well but the first few were definitely dedicated to some older, more ancient stories. So, so yeah, eventually we'll be getting to some more modern stuff. Maybe I can get a, I can come on and do a good Mark Driscoll episode or something like that. Yeah. It was very controversial right now. I could talk about them. Oh man, who is controversial right now? Franklin Graham. Um, yeah, Franklin Graham would be a very controversial episode. That's for sure. Um, uh, let's see here. John How Piper. Uh, genius billionaire Christian Kanye West. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good one. I should come on. Yeah, I should tell <laughs> Kanye West. That'd be a good one. Or just him, just him and be, Joel Osteen together. Yeah, the spiral of that going on together. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, you know, I'll come on sometime. We'll we'll do we'll go full throttle. Indeed, yes, that needs to happen. We'll uh, we'll we'll record the next time. Next time you're in town, we'll do a. We'll do a, a dual a dual thing here. We'll record the drunk church history episode and, and a Schwedcast episode. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can have Lucas on too. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He uh, he's probably the my only friend right right now that I can think of that is is still actively involved in not just like goes to church every once in a while, but is like actively involved in ministry of some sort. And uh, it, it's a, their church is a a small like not even having a permanent building type type place more progressive and that, and that sort of thing. So it's, it's a, it's a good community, but, um, that, which is about the only way I think that he would probably be able to handle it at this point as well. But Mm -hmm. I think he's probably my only friend out of all the minister friends I have that is still, still actively working in a church. His voice is so similar to my old roommate and you know him too, Colin. Yep. Like, cause I only know him from his audio. Yeah. So face was, I think I looked at his face once maybe, but yeah, doesn't look voice and face are different, but I guess if I saw him in person, yeah, it could be a little different. Yeah, he, he, uh, Oh, he also cool. Fun facts about him. He has a, uh, a cover band called the, um, the petty thieves and they pretty much only do Tom Petty covers. That's cool. I'd see that. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a really good singer and and Does he guitar do, player. Uh, in the Heartbreakers or just the Tom Petty solo stuff? The the full full gamut, whole discography, nice. Petty and the and the Heartbreakers. Man, if he could do if they do Full Moon Fever front to back, I'd be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they did something like that. Is uh, shoot, is Full Moon Fever? Is that the one that has the break halfway through where he like talks for a for a track? I. Th- 
I'm not, so, I can't remember. So there's there's an album him. where he he talks halfway through, and he says dear something to the effect of like, "Dear listener, this is normally the point in this album when if you were listening to this on vinyl, you would have to turn it over." And so, out of respect for those who still listen on like on vinyl, we're gonna pause for a moment, and then they go into the next song. Okay, yeah, let me take a look. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember which one that is. I think I remember. Yeah, I was. I think I was just listening to some playlist of Tom Petty, and I yeah. remember it's like flea slip to slide B. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, he's Miss Tom Petty. Yeah. Rest in, rest in peace, stuff. man. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. so we're probably wrapping up. I probably shouldn't keep you waiting. I haven't eaten yet today. Oh, uh, geez. Yeah, I forgot you that you're an hour ahead of me. And so you're like, yeah, we'll start around like maybe eight. And I'm like, okay. And then I got home at like seven. And then you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I realized that after. I was like, oh, wait, he's uh, he's not not exactly not exactly running on the same scale that I am. That's like, we're, we're going to record a guest episode tomorrow night. And uh, it's it's with the ladies who do Pontifax podcast, which is a fantastic one. If you, yeah, if you like history and, and especially like the, the kind of goofy take on history, they, one of them lives in Vancouver. So they're on Pacific time and the other one lives in Chicago and they're on central time and we're on Eastern time. So we kind of get the, the short end of the stick there. We're, we're starting recording at like 10 PM. So going to be dead tomorrow night. <laughs> I know. And you have, you're, are you like the troublemaker in that since you have the kids? A little bit. Um, one of them has kids as well. And so they had to wait till they put their kids down. And since that, you know, that, that means that I'm an hour later than, or yeah, later in the evening than they are. So it just kind of it ended up working out that way. It's, it's still going to be fun. Um, I'm thinking I might, uh, might have to like, you know, take a little nap at five or something. <laughs> one of your 30 naps. Well, yeah, one of my many naps, my, my narcolepsy naps. So, anyways, uh, so typically we end the show with a drunk story. However, I feel like it's a weird situation today. Um, Indeed. I mean, typically I ask a Sam story for the, sh- the Council of Schwelders. Yes. Members. So, if you have any good stories you want to tell of me, recently at the farmhouse, you go, go full throttle. Hmm. A good Sam story from recent... Well, I mean, I, I'm sure it's already come up, but the uh, the at at Austin and Emily's wedding. God damn have it. you talked about getting getting you think roofied? No, I was roofied. You were not. You walked up to the bar. You you were drinking before you got there. You walked to the no, bar and told them no, that you no, wanted no. to get fucked up. I know that was the problem. I did not drink before. I had a shot of vodka. I parked my car, took a shot of vodka, and I walked to the <laughs> wedding. And then you told them you wanted them to give you something that would fuck you up. Yes, but I only spent like $30 that night. Only, which is only un- 30 un- Unusually low for someone <laughs> who completely blacks out, doesn't remember anything, and cannot piece the night back together. You know, I just, I remember what, I don't remember. There was a song that came on and we were standing there. We were talking 
it, it wasn't super loud in there. And we were talking with like someone's parents. So it was, it was, a, it was, you know, an older uh, middle-aged person that we're talking to. And all of a sudden the song goes on, it comes on and you just go, Oh shit. And you like, you just run out onto the dance floor. And I was like, all right, well, we're at that specific area with Sam now. <laughs> Man, I wish you could remember the song. I know, man. It's, uh, I mean, it was definitely like an '80s dance tune, but I don't but remember what it was. Sounds about. about right. God, it oh, was. God. It was something else. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> See, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, you. You I was yelled it. You were like, "Oh shit!" And you ran out onto the dance floor. <sighs> yeah, I actually realized actually need to like at least tone down my drinking and roofie <laughs> and roofie intake apparently. Um, because I was at like a house show just seeing some bands and you know, I ran into someone, you know, typically I meet a lot of people here. And so uh-huh. I can remember face, you know, you typically can remember a face better than a name. Right. And so there's a person her, I went up to her and she was like, Oh, I don't think we've met before. I'm Sam. And she's like, Oh, we've met before. Uh, we met at, uh, this, this show before. I'm like, Oh fuck! Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate I hate when people here are just like it's like when they you've met them multiple times but they always act like you're meeting them for the first time. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do would be like we've met before. I just don't remember your name. Yep, yeah, <laughs> that's just like come the clean. best. Just be like, and most of the time the other person probably doesn't remember your name either. Yeah. So it's pretty even. Uh, but yeah, I felt pretty shitty about that. And so that was kind of a wake up call for me. And it's not even that big of a deal, but. And she wasn't that bad looking. So that's another sign. There's a problem because usually, you know, you remember good looking people pretty well. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got to have your priorities straight. So, like, the fact that I didn't remember her, I mean, two different things. One, the exact night I remember, I wasn't even that drunk. <laughs> and you just you had just enough to forget yeah that no nah, that was and then oh, oh, my friend my my asshole friend tj uh see what he replies with uh let me pull that up real quick as we a lot of dead air and he said Uh, you're pro- God, where did I find that? I'll find it. Give me one more moment as I pull up a group chat. <laughs> and she, oh, he said, most people remember meeting you, Schweg. Believe me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes yeah that's a, that that is accurate yeah and pretty sad too <laughs> so anyways we should probably end it so you can get on you can have your mormon sleep and mm-hmm. i can stay up playing smash brothers for way too late um so what are all your socials where can we check out everything with drunk church history yeah, um, so you can find find us on any podcast, I think now, any podcast uh, catcher that you can do at um, Drunk Church History. You can find us on the Twitters at DCHPod, and Instagram and Facebook is just Drunk Church History. 
And you can find me if you want to read my non-drunken writings uh, at joshuamkc.com. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where we are right now. All right. Well, that sounds good. So, anyways, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Find more of me, uh, my new music all coming out, a lot of good streaming stuff at shweezymusic.com. And, like always, stay awesome. Indeed. Casting.